you're about to do, you need the cooperation of your body and your mind. Let the very reason of your meditation bring your body, bring your mind to the state that is conducive to achieving the objective of your motivation. So infuse yourself with your determination, with that highest purpose. Play it again and again in your mind until it becomes a strong emotion, a strong determination. And lose yourself to that determination. Let that determination infuse your body, infuse your mind. Let it bring the body into conformity, let it bring the mind into conformity. And let you be simply be the observer, just watching. So you're not forcing anything, you're not forcing your body to adopt postures, you know, to be conducive to meditation. Let the emotion of your determination do that work it by itself. Why do you want to meditate? your body take on the posture that is conducive to achieving that goal the legs the hands the elbows and shoulders without your conscious effort they are in a posture that is conducive to meditation they are comfortable and stable look at the back head and neck, centered, so you don't have to consciously hold them in place, mouth, teeth, tongue resting in their natural places, eyes conducive for you. Feel the body sinking into that posture that is conducive to achieving your goal. A posture that makes meditation easy to come by. Because your body is infused with that determination. Your, your body takes on that determination. It too wants to get to meditative state. And feel the sense of ease that is descending upon the posture. And let it rest. The place of observation. And bring your attention to the breath. In the same way, just watch the breath settle 
in its natural state. Don't worry about controlling it, worry about forcing the mind to focus on it. Don't even worry about what to do with distractions. As long as there is awareness that I'm breathing in while you're breathing in, I'm breathing out while you are breathing out, you are doing. So in this simple, natural way, observe the breath. Sort of settle your mind. To settle while observing the breath. Do a scan of the posture. <coughs> and if you feel there's a part of the posture that needs your attention, so you can be more comfortable, so there can be more sense of stability. Staying aware of the body and with that intention that there be stability, let there be further comfort. And once you feel a sense of confidence in the posture itself, and bring again your attention to the breath, just observing it. As you breathe out, know you are breathing out. As you breathe in, know you are breathing in. Being aware of the sense of ease in the posture. And on top of that, the awareness of the in-breath and out-breath And now your intention is to simply hold on to the continuity of your awareness observing the breath. Feel that palpable sense of continuity following the out-breath until it transforms into in-breath. Keeps following the in-breath until it transforms back to out-breath. That's your palpable sense of continuity and have the intention with simply observing the breath without interfering, without trying to force anything. And try to keep this sense of continuity for up to 21 cycles of breath.
hundred percent of ease as dibbent. Be aware of how the breath has taken on this sense of ease. Be aware of how the continuum of awareness has also taken on this sense of let this ever deepening sense of ease be the platform upon which you will proceed. Just let your mind rest in that sense of ease. And again, the purpose of your of your meditation, the goal you seek. And invoke the presence of that infallible means through which you will achieve that goal. And while focusing at the level of your eyebrows, at about the distance of a prostration from you, that infallible means feel its presence in that space appearing in a form a glorious form made of light a form taken specifically to inspire you and finding that measure of conviction the very means, the very infallible means to achieve, to help you achieve your goal is that bright presence. Holding on to that measure of conviction, show your reverence in your mind, prostrate. conviction, the infallible means to help you achieve your goal, is right there in front of you. So entrust yourself in that teaching. Take refuge holding on to that measure of conviction, the actual means, the actual infallible means to achieve that goal is right in front of me. Finally, I'm in contact 
your sense of gratitude come up and out of that sense of gratitude make offerings Clear your conscience, remove the obstacles on your path, take personal responsibility for the very obstacles, the very troubles that you're experiencing, and let there be for whatever you may have done that has brought these obstacles and problems into your life. And knowing that if you knew consciously that those actions would have brought these problems, you would not have engaged in them. So you only engage in them out of some little force of habit that you have not much control over. Since these habits are still within you, so you need the strength, you need to depend on something seemingly outside of you. So take refuge. Seek the, seek the guidance and the strength of the three jewels. sense of relief, the sense of strength, the measure of strength given to you by taking refuge and use it to make a promise to restrain yourself in the future according to the capacity that you have. That in the next occasion when those habitual tendencies come up that they have left within you make a promise to do something they feel that measure of purity your mind now take great joy, refine your mind through rejoicing, take great joy 
in all measures of goodness, yours and others. the momentum of that rejoiceful energy. Let it strengthen you so that you can embrace all beings with love and compassion. And seeing the need for them to be free, the various problems, the need for them to find true happiness. Holding them in this embrace, turn your mind again to your infallible guide. And because of the power of your compassion, feel yourself connected to all sentient beings through the teacher. And from this revelation, immediately make a request on behalf of all sentient beings that these enlightened beings come into their lives Show them how to truly be free of pain. Show them how to find true happiness. Stay in their lives for as long as it takes. of this medi- tonight's meditation dedicate the power of the merit you gained so far seed in your endeavor tonight
bring the teacher now to the crown of your head feel that bright presence above your head again get back that conviction be in fact to help you achieve finally your highest aspiration is right above your head not in some abstract realm not in some distant future but present now above your physical head that is obstructing you from fulfilling your goal whatever it is that you need to empower you to fulfill your goal beg the teacher above your head to give it to you to bless your mind and palpably feel the blessing streaming from the teacher's heart of liquid light purifying you filling you with realizations and power to that conviction the very embodiment of the highest goal that you aspire to achieve is now right above your head and you wish to be inseparable in whatever way that term means to you you wish to be inseparable that the aspiration for inseparability grows stronger and stronger within you. Until either for a flash of a moment or you come to realize the teacher also wishes to be inseparable with you. And 
by the power of this realization. The form of the teacher dissolves into a point of light, descends to the crown of your head, merges with your mind in your heart center. back to your breath. Staying aware of the breath, slowly become aware of the body once more. So I feel that I'm going to be uh, doing a long lecture tonight, so I'm going to get right to it. <laughs> uh, well, welcome everyone, and uh, happy. Uh, so we always try to do some meaningful thing whenever there is some, uh, some excuse for it like New Year's Eve, New Year, or Buddha's birthday, something like that. So, uh, perhaps we could do something special uh, tonight. Uh, so, uh, I thought perhaps, uh, maybe we can uh, do uh, Bodhisattva vows or something. So, uh, I <laughs> think <laughs> 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 we can try something close to that. Okay. Now, New Year's is supposed to be a time where, at least in the West, and I'm sure it's, uh, it's catching all over the world now, where you make resolutions for the New Year. And uh, as you get older and older, it becomes you sort of dread <laughs> New Year <laughs> because it reminds you of resolutions that you forgot. <laughs> Uh, but I would like to remind you of perhaps, uh, if not all of you, but at least I think most of you, you've, you've made a resolution already, and I'd like to remind you of that resolution. And I think uh, now, I'm not, uh, I don't like to talk in, in terms of uh, prophetic or things like that, but now I think it's the times are critical for that resolution that you made, and the resolution you made when you took the Bodhisattva vows. You, you made a resolution 
you resolved that from now on you will empower the sentiments of love and compassion. Uh, do what you can to disempower or to diminish the habit, the habitual tendencies that comes out of anger and hatred. And for most of the time, it was an inner kind of thing. You love, you love all sentient beings in your mind, you love all sentient in your dreams, but when it comes to actually dealing with sentient beings, that may not, uh, that love probably doesn't stay around for too long. Then anger comes and it becomes the means to deal with sentient beings. So, but we are students, we are practitioners, it's not that when we made that vow, automatically we became uh, someone. But it was more of a resolution to practice, to strengthen love. So there are times when, in order for you to to make to make that happen, you have to behave outside of your own mind. It's not just something that you do with others in your own mind. But there has to be a way where you relate with them in in the way that you deal with them in an everyday every everyday kind of kind of sense kind of way. Um, so, for this year, for this decade, for this new century, <laughs> remember that resolution that that you made and renew it, and and really make it a conscious make it into a conscious effort that you will demonstrate to yourself and you will demonstrate to others the power of love, the power of compassion. That you are sick and tired of being deceived by anger, by, by jealousy and by those negative emotions. And when they come and they try to persuade you, here, I will give you the world if you just do this. And you will not allow yourself to be to be tricked uh, anymore. But this time, when especially when it's difficult, you will remember, at least in your mind, even if it's just in words, even if you don't really feel the emotion yet, at least in words in your own mind, wish others to be happy, wish others to be free from pain, and let that, and and every once in a while make a conscious effort at strengthening that even if it's just words that you're strengthening. And when opportunity comes for you to, which, which is more powerful? Do, do not allow yourself to be persuaded to be, to be fooled again by anger. When you're in the subway, when you're on the bus, when you're walking in the street, someone steps on your foot and you feel justified to slap them. And you feel justified to yell at them because it will make, it will make things right. It will make the world better if you yell at them. Don't let yourself be fooled again. Just go into that thought. I wish that person to be happy. I wish that person to be free of pain. And if you can act out of that, let your action be from that instead. And if you're overwhelmed by the anger and it's going to force you to act, get away. Don't be. Don't give shelter to our enemy anymore. Of anger, the enemy of hatred. Don't give them shelter anymore. We've given them shelter for too long. Samsara has been existing for too long. It's time for Samsara to end. It begins with just 
relating with one person at a time. Okay. You don't have to all of a sudden become the president of the world in order for you to change it. Uh, so, understand that it is a tough, difficult job to be able to really love everyone, to really act whenever you meet someone to act out of wishing them happiness, wishing them to be free of pain. It's difficult to get to that point. That becomes as natural as when you when someone slap you in the when someone does something to you, slap you in the face, or I don't know. I don't know what they do to you nowadays. Uh, you know, they, they, they sit on your seat. They, uh, they step in, in front of you. They cut into the line. And then you feel anger, saying, oh, an opportunity for you to act out of anger so you can show that person what's... And of course, I'm not asking you to start a campaign of uh, blind righteousness and where uh, it the initial proper virtuous motivation is and that word is being used a, bit, a lot nowadays I guess I can use it uh, hijacked okay. and it's and make and you feel that I am being righteous if I just slap this person in the right way I'll be, but you're completely motivated by anger you're, you're not in any way motivated by I want that person to be happy therefore I will slap them no you just wanna you just want your anger to be satisfied because there is goodness within you that goodness is hijacked or you're full or oh, slap that person this will be the good thing to do when it's not really your true true motivation so not wanting to send you out there to be to be uh, 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 some going out into some blind kind of righteousness you know there are plenty of them and they seem to be on the rise so, even if the only bodhisattvas that will ever be on the planet are just here, and there's, I don't know, six billion others out there who are already taken over by, by our enemy, don't let, that, just don't let that discourage you. Okay. Even if you're on the planet, and everyone else has turned into demons, don't let that discourage you. Have faith that love is truly is the true power and not in that wimpy way not in that uh, silly way where 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 it, 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 it when some people talk about love it so you know turns you uh, turns you in the wrong way because they're just being too uh, what's that thing wishy wishy washy something like that too like overwhelmingly sweet that kind of thing but you know true power the power that brings about true happiness is love and be convinced about it if you're not convinced about it sincerely see if that is true or not. Okay. so uh, we're going back to the first two verses of mind training really get yourself to be in a sense of really cherishing others and let that be the motivation let that be the way that you relate with others. Of um, perhaps it's not you do not have it all go running in your mind all the time. Maybe you once in a while while you're meditating, you have that sense of cherishing others. But when you're really dealing with people, it's not there at all. But it 
being able to deal with people only from a sense of cherishing them begins with making deliberate steps. First, having just want to be able to deal with others from a point of view of cherishing them. It begins with just having that thought, even if it's just a word in your mind. Even if you hate every single person, that, every, everything that you can call a, a sentient being. To be able to get rid of that, it begins with just having that intention. Even if it's just a second in your mind. I want to be able to deal with others from a sense of cherishing. And then work from that. And when you're dealing with others, if you really, really hate the gut of that person, and, when, and you, you just want to really harm them, in some way, and that's what's really present in your mind, at least have the artificial thoughts in your mind. I wish that, per- I wish that person to be free of pain. Even if it's just words and they're not true feelings, begin with that. Okay. And especially when you're out in public, do not allow yourselves to be overtaken by, by, by what seems to be what developing as a momentum now. We're even, uh, especially now when uh, blind righteousness seems to be, uh, everyone seems to feel righteous in their actions. I would bomb you for your own sake. It will make you happy if I kill you. And what's really driving it is just fear. What's really driving it is hatred. What's really driving it is anger. What you did to me made me angry, but I'm supposed to be righteous, so I'll pretend to be righteous while I'm slapping you around. Or you hit me, I have to hit you back. That's, the, that's a justification for hitting you back. That wasn't going in my mind. That was far from, 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 from the, the reason I got up this morning. But you hitting me is justification for me to hit you back. That's the right thing to do. Do not, this is not, this hasn't worked for as long as we've had civilization or we've tried to have civilization. It's not going to work now. It's not going to work. Let's give the other, the other one a chance. Even when it seems to be weak. In the same way that, in the same way that, we totally devote ourselves to exercising anger. Let have let work at one day totally devoting ourselves to love instead. Action is truly motivated by love. True wish. By doing this, I want you to be happy. By doing this, I want you to be free of pain. I may not have the wisdom to do it yet, but at least I now you have start having the, at least the words in your mind. Uh, now, how do you get to love all these pain makers? <laughs> <laughs> how do you make yourself love them? How do you get yourself to a point where you really cherish them? You, all you want for them is happiness. You, the first verse asks you to learn to cherish sentient beings, see them value of sentient beings and it doesn't and if you look at it no matter what form of philosophy you follow no matter what religion there is out there it's they're asking you they're giving you 
they're asking you and they're giving you uh, uh, ways of dealing with sentient beings. So what is being moral? When you're dealing with sentient beings, deal with them this way. And the highest aim, Buddhahood. Why, why, do you want, why does anyone want to reach Buddhahood? To deal with sentient beings. And how do you get to that Buddhahood? How you deal with sentient beings. If, if your philosophy believes in a big being separate from us, what's the purpose? How do you get to that big being? Depends on how you deal with sentient beings. And when you get to that big being, what's the purpose of getting there? So, so you can deal with sentient beings. So dealing with sentient beings will always be there. So if there's a true big being that deserves your admiration, it is all sentient beings. If there is a true big being that deserves your sphere, it is sentient beings. And even in your life that you can truly appreciate, that you truly value, even everything else around you is, is chaos, everything else around you is it's not, one, not something that you can that you can appreciate. But that, w- if you have just one thing, I'm sure every single one of you have at least one thing that you truly appreciate, that you truly value, that you have a true sense of. Where did that come from? It came from sentient beings. there is one being, one, one thing that deserves to be cherished, it's sentient beings. They are truly your wish-fulfilling gem, your wish-fulfilling jewel. Fulfilling jewel, it is sentient beings, none other but sentient beings. So learn to have a true sense of seeing their value, have a true sense of truly appreciating that. So I would like to like you to, if you wish, remember that resolution and bring up that, that sentiment that made you make that resolution and remember why you made it. This incredible, magnificent state that we are drooling after, <coughs> Buddhahood being perfect. Only sentient beings can grant it to you. And if it's just 
if Buddha would for you is just having a big fancy car. <laughs> Only sentient beings can get <laughs> And if you're on the track of inter- the intellect, whatever exists, exists through the power of other. Only by the power of one thing have existence. Okay, so those of you who are on the intellectual wisdom track, that's your... A wish fulfilling jewel, other. Okay, so to that resolution, refresh it in your mind, and let that be your New Year resolution. And it was beautiful how everyone is wishing everyone Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Perhaps we should not just today wish everyone a Happy New Year, but continue to wish everyone Happy New Year. Happy new decade. After tomorrow, after tomorrow, and after tomorrow. So, we're gonna. After you made that resolution, you're gonna go into the meditation of. You're gonna. You want to be absorbed into that state where you're just swimming in the sensation of cherishing others. You want to get to that. That's, that's the object of the meditation. And you're going to do, you're going to work so you can get to that point. And when you get to that point, you're just going to stay there and drown in it. That state of cherishing others, cherishing everyone. Okay. How are you going to get there? So to get a taste for it, so think of that one thing, of that one person that you truly effortlessly cherish. It could be (coughs) a dish (laughs) that you had recently that you really cherish. Just bring that sense of cherishing. Or if there's someone that you just met or someone that you've known for a long time, that that without any effort, that sense of cherishing comes up. So just want that taste of cherishing. And now holding on to that as your, as your model, in the same way you have that sense of cherishing for that person, for that whatever, so you're going to be able to have that same sense of cherishing for all beings. Okay? And you're going to prepare your mind by making, just making a prayer. It might be tonight, it might be just making a prayer. Ah, I really wish to be one day to be absorbed everyone. And you beg your teacher to bless you to, to be able to do that. And you entice your mind. Don't be afraid. You're not gonna. You, don't be afraid. You're not gonna be vulnerable if you f- suddenly find yourself swimming and cherishing others. You're safe. You're sitting on a cushion. It's only. It's only within the span of time. Just don't worry. They're not. They're, you're not dealing with others directly right now. It's just in your mind. Just let yourself. Just. Let yourself free to cherish others. Okay? And then go into those that why sentient beings are ch- uh, valuable 
get to really to that sense that they are valuable in ways that we talked about, in ways that you okay. And if you can get into that sense, then just lie in it. Really let yourself be absorbed in it. Okay. Alright, ready? strong emotion of your determination that it infuse let the very energy of that determination bring your body into a state that is conducive to meditation and to jump start the process of a memory as you can of the state of meditation you experienced previously and let yourself be absorbed into just that memory. Let that memory infuse your present state so you can have a taste of that sense of ease in the body, in the breath, in the mind. some sense of that sense of ease, that sense of meditative state. Is it? Bring your thinking to your heart center and bring your awareness to your breath and follow your breath, five cycles of breath with an unbroken continuity of awareness.
resolution. year, this decade, this century, you personally will give love even at those moments when you are conquered by your anger, while you're being conquered, being dragged to the mud by anger, you will regret it and afterwards you will regret it again and your resolution not to in further empower anger and in whatever steps, in whatever ways you will strengthen love even with just the words in your mind I wish others to be happy I wish others to be free of pain and let that word take you to the meditation let the meditation strengthen the resolution. Let them play on each other back and forth. One strengthening the other.
state in which you find yourself now, whatever the level may be. And like the way you have the intention to make a resolution, made the resolution in the form of a Bodhisattva vow, I'd like you to again take that Bodhisattva vow. yourself in the presence of your teacher, your infallible guide, and all the teachers that you've ever had, surrounded by all the Buddhas, those magnificent beings who exist solely for the happiness of others, who have fulfilled the vow, and think of the others who have just taken the vows, your brother and sister bodhisattvas, throughout the galaxy, throughout the universe, feel yourself surrounded by them, let your intention to take the vow again, grab their, inten- grab their attention, and they are all surrounding you, and they are so delighted, as if they are about to see witness a miracle. Someone into the family. And ask them to bear witness to you. And in your own words, in your own sentiments, Wow, to become like them for the benefit of all beings. Do it once, do it twice, and to show your definite sincerity, do it a third time. Don't 
like when you first took it you had the intention to actually consciously do something let that be again and keep renewing it every day just like this state that you're enjoying right now Ends up an expression. I want to say it. Mm-hmm. You know it? Mm-hmm. Flagello. You know that one? You know? <laughs> Come on, you are, don't you remember it? <laughs> Fla refers to the Buddhas. The enlightened be- Gallo means may they conquer, may they be, vi- may they be victorious. Mm-hmm. And you usually say it at the top of your lungs. 